Today is February 13th, 2023. You are listening to Star Wars Old Republic Radio, The Bad Batch. And by the time you listen to this, I can officially wish you a happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. Single and not single. Yep. Those of you sad and those of you just having a a great day. (laughs) This is for all of you. Sierra's still not here. Yes, yes, announcement. She will be on leave of absence. She's fine. She's just taking a break from us losers. Not not you, us. Us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, she's good. She'll hopefully be back someday. But anyway, we shall continue on with the Bad Batch. With these last two episodes, episodes seven and eight, The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. Yep. These were, wow. I really like filler episodes Mm -hmm. in shows because if you ever want to go back and watch something like, I just feel like watching some little lightheartedness, Mm -hmm. that's there for you. But then there's episodes like this when you're for some reason in like, I'm just in this this mood. Give me something serious. Yeah, something to to think about for a couple days and sit on and to ponder. Yeah. It's season seven of The Clone Wars. It still has this yes. beat. Yeah. There's nothing like watching Victory and Death again. Mm-hmm. Just the last couple minutes of just silent, no talking. Just the music is there. And then the egg credits theme. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa, chills. This is so sad. This was pretty good, though. Dude, we should watch that. If we finish a little earlier or whatever time we finish, we should watch it in here. We should. With this round. Sound. It sounds fun. Okay, so we're doing, we're going to be jumping around talking about both episodes back and forth. Basically, it was like they were the same episode, just a a two-part. Yeah. Extra long. Mini movie. Mini movie, yes. Mini, mini movie, mini, mini movie. (laughs) (laughs) I like how we started back at 79's, um, the clone bar. Oh, gotcha. The clone bar. Um, it was like 79 Every what? time I think of the, <laughs> That's a lot of something. That's its name. Every time I think of 79s, it reminds me of the scene in the Fives arc in season six when Fives goes there and he meets with Kix mm-hmm. in the bathroom and Kix is like checking out his hair. <laughs> That's all I think of when I think of yeah. 79s. So I was like, it's like so many, so many memories here. Yeah. Now it's like, a th- like how Aww. often did Kix check out his hair? just like yo it was a cool hairstyle it's kind of funny because the clones all have like the same haircut and it's animation so like it just stays yeah well he you know how he had the like the the cool design Mm -hmm. like buzz yeah yeah kicks kicks man gotta love him it just it's just i think it's funny because it's like a lego man yeah if you're watching lego (laughs) ninjago and somebody fixes their hair like yeah here we are generic clone Lloyd. yeah it's sad how you can see the clones that are younger Mm. they all have the generic hair yeah but then you see some who have their hairstyles you're like yep you're an older one yeah you've you've been here a while Mm -hmm. you could even see based off like subtle differences that you can tell who's a little older Mm. because they tend to look a little more like rex Whereas other clones, you're like, you look a little more like Hauser, you know, mm. you're a little younger. I feel like how they present themselves as well, like mm. 
what is it? shinies is that what yeah the shinies used to call them just they're like always on it like this is happening this is happening we're so ready to 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 fight and then the older yeah. ones are just like if it happens it happens i'm ready whatever yeah they're just like chilling with the jedi yeah. like oh time to go yep in the break room in the break room <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to tell you more about the clone break room. yeah oh for everyone listening imagine if the clones had a break room strictly the 501st that's what that's what i was thinking of but just imagine the, the stories told there yep be really cool stories like, i have Anakin i have some stories time. i'll tell I you them later died, but then i didn't yeah i can just imagine rex sitting and was like yeah anakin and ahsoka forced through me over a giant gate yeah he's pretty <laughs> upset about that yeah. but anyway i have some stories i'll tell you after okay if i remember but anyway back in 79s this episode started strong mm-hmm. the two clones you know the one where you're like you're gonna die yeah if not by the next five minutes that pass if you're not dead you're gonna be dead by the end yep which it was the the five minutes was his name Cade. Cade. Cade and Slip. Yep. Where I love clones, how they're so established that you can introduce a clone like Cade and kill mm-hmm. him off in what three minutes, mm-hmm. and you're it's just so impactful already. You're like wow, because you know they're all each individually different, in like personality wise, right. but they all went through the same thing, mm-hmm. so you instantly know what this clone's been dealing with the past few months yeah and i think just with the overarching theme of the empire as well like Mm -hmm. and the 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 clones being weeded out that aspect to it also makes it heavier when you see a clone die because then you're like oh man he had a chance he was on the right path yeah and then he died yeah thanks feloni thank you this is this is all your fault yep 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> We've got beef, so we started calling him Filoni. Filoni. Instead of David. This is this is or no Dave. longer our friend Dave. This is this is Filoni. David Filoni. <laughs> this will be David, this will be like name this. Filoni. <laughs> till the till the end of the bad patch. Mm. It's Filoni. Until Ahsoka comes out. Yeah, until he does something great though. And we're, yeah. I mean, you got to say though at the, after watching each episode, even though it's not him like making every single mm-hmm. choice here, you're like, you're my friend, Dave. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's episode at the end and you're like, David? <laughs> David? Wow. <laughs> How dare you? We're not the only ones that do that either. I know. It's so awesome. I feel it was after Tales. Because me and Sierra would often be like, Dave, how mm-hmm. could you? But it was after Tales, the whole like David thing mm-hmm. started. So now anytime we watch, even if it's nothing to do with Star Wars, we'll just be like, David! <laughs> how could you? Any inconvenience is automatically it's, his it's, fault. It's his fault now. <laughs> how do you think it started? This is all uh, psychological. Tracing back to Star Wars. Uh, Cade's line, though, when he says Camino was our home and we destroyed it. Mm. I like that season two's picking up on like addressing that you can see even the clones under the influence of the inhibitor chips mm. they're realizing it which we talked about in i believe the solitary clone review we did just how like the durability of the inhibitor chips does wear off mm. when they see reason which we saw in hauser's case right in season one 
Yeah. I was also thinking like that scene with Chuchi when she's at 79s talking to the clones is like, you guys, what happens when you're too old to fight? Yeah. It's very difficult for the clones to sort of retire mm-hmm. because their their purpose that they're created with is to fight for the Republic, which is now mm-hmm. the Empire. But I thought it was kind of ironic how the clones are so willing to die in battle for the right reasons and fight for the Empire with reason that backs up a good ending, yet they refuse to believe that they're expendable. Yeah. Which is sad to say that they are, but it's true. It really is. And even the one clone says we weren't trained to think about that. Right. What happens when it's over. Right. Because we that I can remember we never got any clones talking about when the war o- is over. What mm-hmm. what are we going to do? But we we definitely have them, you know, talking about this is what we were born to do. This mm-hmm. is what we do. And even during the time of the Republic, I'm sure they've all thought about it maybe from time to time like, oh, after the war, but they never thought specifically what am I going to do after the war? They just think about right. winning the war. But they always had the comfort, I guess you could call it, of the Jedi. Like they're not, they're not gonna, when the war's over, they're not going to be tossed aside because they have the Jedi, they have the whole Republic, which stands beside them. So they're going to be taken care of no matter what. But now since the empire has risen, they're kind of, they're on the empire's side, but they're on the wrong side of the empire. Right. So for that, it's just, they're so inconvenient now in the empire's eyes that they just they don't know what to do because they want to keep doing what they've always done right and it's not because they're bad at what they do it's it's just simply because their purpose for order 66 has been fulfilled Mm -hmm. and to a lot of people in the galaxy probably the clones are still identifiable with the republic yeah and palpatine's it's like nope there's no republic there's an empire i'm the emperor yeah, it's interesting too that he um Palpatine doesn't want to keep using clones mm-hmm. because he easily could like we we have them, let's use them. But why exactly does he want to get people? Right. Why does he want the imperial stormtroopers? Yeah, like enlisting people even though yeah. we all know they're not great soldiers mm-hmm. as, as good as clones who were trained to do that. Yeah. Which would cost the same amount of money. And it could be he's just trying to keep tabs. Hmm. Keep tabs on the people. He's got a plan. He always has a plan. And I know he had like the Imperial Academy, which a lot of people would go through. Right. I think maybe one of the reasons why he doesn't want the clones is because they're very... Their basis for what a lot of what they fight for is morality-wise. Mm-hmm. And that comes from having your generals be jedi yeah another thing too is he could even raise another generation of clones right and brainwash them into it Hmm. but even then there could be a risk but maybe he's safer pulling people from you know dire circumstances Hmm. being like i'll give you food and because even in the bad batch one of the first episodes or whatever when like the first stormtroopers come out his project war mantle or something um how they're talking like the the empire's doing more for me than the republic ever did right so he's kind of getting support by just yeah. giving them food and stuff like just simple things so he's like i might as well do that and 
instead of having more soldiers mm-hmm. who like adding more population, I could use the population that we have and get them on my side. Yeah. It's kind of like, is it better to have an entire army that is made for the purpose of fighting for what I'm fighting for? Or is it better to have an army that is based on people who are like-minded like me yeah, and chose to fight for what I fight for? Yeah. And then from then it can be even the people who don't join in the army they can be like i have a cousin who's a stormtrooper right so they're not going to be like against the empire if you Mm -hmm. have like family tied to it right my mother was a (laughs) stormtrooper and she was a great pilot she could shoot for nothing though (laughs) (laughs) okay at the very beginning when Cade was like i sent a warning or sent a message to rampart and like why did you do that bruh Bro, you're gonna die now. I hope you know that. Which part of him he might have known. Yeah. He they all know the risks of well, I think now they probably all understand the risks of fighting for truth cuz the empire doesn't like that. If it's oh, man, they just man, I'm having a lot of thoughts. <laughs> just how Palpatine manipulates the truth and he does and makes himself and the empire look good out of horrible circumstances that they caused palpatine's appearance in this one Mm because based off what we saw in the trailer you know how confusing it was to see like palpatine that like camino's destruction like on a hologram behind him and then omega's there and you're like what yeah what am i watching when does this happen but then you watch it and you're like oh okay this makes so much more sense but palpatine Let's just go right to the end of the second episode. He's brilliant. He is. He's brilliant. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's been a politician forever. So mm-hmm. he knows that game. And then he's a Sith Lord. And he has, he's a master manipulator and a master politician. Yeah. What I like that they showed us in this episode was that he played the Separatist and Republic sides mm like corrupted both sides defeated them rose the empire and he didn't stop like now i can rest he's doing it with the rebellions Mm -hmm. like sparking up and even rex is catching on Mm -hmm. you know at the end how rex is like palpatine was ahead of us then he's still ahead of us but he's he's not like dang it let's go back home they don't have one but um (laughs) he he they keep going Mm -hmm. like that's not gonna dissuade them right it is kind of sad though because knowing how palpatine dies and knowing how the empire does finally come to an end it is sad to see rex and the clones and everything they're fighting for like you know that's a mood point Mm -hmm. because the clones do get weeded out like we see that in obi-wan with that stranded clone yeah and there's no mention of the clones again besides in rebels and in rebels you don't see like oh there's a whole bunch of us Mm -hmm. there's just a handful a small handful of them right same with echo i'm like echo what's going on buddy (laughs) okay the part when the the kaminoan destruction is showed Mm -hmm. in the senate and you know there's a whole there's 
when they first see it there's just silence Mm -hmm. as they all watch but then the uproar comes yeah and they're all everyone's yelling at each other and then you hear like the alarm blaring yeah and then palpatine comes up from the floor i was literally the second time i watched it last night i was dying like dude this is so scary it is and then like he rises it's like a boss level you unlock the boss <laughs> yeah, level it totally is it was so awesome and everyone knows he comes up from the floor because as soon as they hear the alarm mm-hmm. you know what everyone looks down like he's coming and then he he gives another speech oh like, that was like the attempt of my life has left yeah. me scarred and deformed yeah like, oh quit <laughs> you're fine <laughs> but anyway he just twisted it so well and then even omega's reaction like how did this happen mm-hmm. we're smarter than this man you know what's funny is palpatine started and ended in his higher war kept the rebellions igniting at bay mm. and manipulated them to his advantage yeah and got thrown down a flipping <laughs> reactor shaft <laughs> but somehow Palpatine, Palpatine returned. returned. <laughs> Keyword somehow. Yikes. I just, I love that. He's mm-hmm. so brilliant. And he got picked up and just whoop. Yep. Down the rabbit hole. Yeet. I love that ending. Thank you, George Lucas. It's, it's also like, you know, at this point, Anakin is Vader, right? And you yeah. know, he's, he's doing something. And the fact that his 501st is still out there. Mm. It, but he just doesn't care it's very sad yeah and then you see rex and you see senator chuchi who and bale mm-hmm. who they've all known anakin and there's no mention of him yeah which that- is on from a viewer point of view is nice to have that separated because this is the bad batch and not the clone wars mm-hmm. or the prequels <laughs> <laughs> not anakin saga but it is very what's the word i'm looking for like it's weird to know that he's somehow involved in all of this as well because he's yeah. palpatine's apprentice at this he's point. just watching over the death stars right going out looking for ahsoka mm. making sure she's gone yeah but yeah i like that you brought that up too because even it must be weird for the senators like right. bale who was pretty he kept in contact with the jedi mm-hmm. and would be like hey let's figure this out and then same with padme he would yeah. you know padme was always there and for them it's just a really confusing time they're still in shock you know the shocks yeah. hasn't haven't worn off that they're in a new empire and it's people like bale have realized because he's still in with the jedi mm-hmm. and like the plan and just started a rebellion from the very beginning after the fall of the republic but he's still there and thinks like he can do the most good at this point in the senate same with like mon mothma mm-hmm. and then the one lady um that's in rogue one that we saw yes. make her animation debut I think this was yeah, the first time. Yeah, I think it was. But at some point, because in Rebels, you see Mon Mothma finally leave the Senate and make yourself known that, hey, I'm with the Rebellion. Yeah. And the Senate is getting nowhere. But right now, they're like, we're trying to make the galaxy better. 
through politics. And at some point, they're going to be like, you know what? Forget politics. We are just going to fight you guys. But I like this beginning that you get to see filling in this gap of the transition. And everyone's just running around. People are trying to grab more power. Yeah. And I mean, except the good guys, but all the the guys with opportunity, like Rampart, you see Mm. how I like how in season one, he was so like menacing and in control and even in the beginning of this second season but then by the end of this episode you're like he has no power in the empire right with those in higher authority because they're like arrest him right and he's gone yeah and he's like i was given an order to do this it's really like there's this there's this fallacy called holding the microphone Mm -hmm. so it's like whoever has the biggest influence has the most say that's has more weight in any situation and they can say whatever they want and it can be believed Mm -hmm. because you know it's a quote-unquote credible source yeah so i i believe from what i remember that's basically what that fallacy is so we see a lot of that with palpatine because he's the big baddie but nobody quite understands that yet exactly he's just like this poor innocent victim to the jedi And he's like, I'm trying to make it better. And even at the end is like, you know, let's, you know, transition into this new era Mm -hmm. with stormtroopers and everyone again, like what he did with like, let's form into the empire. Yeah. Everyone just applause. Yes, let's do this because Mm -hmm. he comes in and he's offering, you know, the best option in their eyes and the solution to the problem because he he has great timing. And he set everything up to happen that way. Which it's, it's, he gives this hope to, mm-hmm. to the Senate. And yet it's, it's so backwards because they have that hope. And then you start seeing Darth Vader coming in and him doing horrible things. Like we even saw in Obi-Wan. Yeah. For the first time he confronts Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to repeat, but yeah. you, you can't You mean in like the, the village on yeah. um, Mapuzo? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. even like his first appearance in Rebels with Kanan and Ezra. Yeah, like dude he's was so menace, menace, menin- menacing. The animation is so like lighthearted. <laughs> You're just struggling over that. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just struggling with one word. <laughs> you just keep going. But I- <laughs> the animation is so lighthearted mm-hmm. until Darth Vader walks in, right. and you're just like. This is Rebels animation I'm watching, but I'm legit scared yeah. watching this because he's just so mm-hmm. unstoppably dark. Yeah. And right now in the Bad Batch, Vader, nobody knows about him yet. Yeah. He's just in the shadows. Right. He's he's uh, leveling up right now. <laughs> Healing up. He's getting some arms and legs. <laughs> I'm kidding. That should uh, be done by now. He's mourning. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, nobody, nobody knows Darth Vader. Nobody knows he's the next big thing that is going to yeah. be. I have words. <laughs> like they're in but my I, head, I promise. Like I know their words, but I just don't remember what they are. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes, actually. <laughs> Story of my life. It only happens when we're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the that's the one rule to podcasting yeah you can talk until you hit record and then you can't yeah 
um, you saying, you know, Darth Vader, um, talking about him, he is very dark and mm-hmm. he can do dark deeds. Vader's, Vader's dark deeds. <laughs> Just match that up. But anyway, he's kind of like a dog on a leash, mm-hmm. which Palpatine is holding. Yeah. Because Vader would not go out and do things without Palpatine's order. Right. And even he even had like a rank, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's not like my apprentice and we're buddies and all yeah. close. He's like, know your place. Even and under, I'll use you when I need you. Was it in A New Hope when Tarkin was like, or Leia was like, oh, I should have known this was you, Tarkin, instead of Vader? Yeah. I like that he's he's in his place, mm-hmm. even though he's this super dark dude. Right. I mean, <laughs> good soldiers follow orders. Yeah. I mean, he spent so much time with the clones. He probably heard them all saying that while taking out the... You know, purging the temple. Yeah. They could have, like, all the clones who are doing it against their will. He might have been hearing them, you know, trying to mutter that Mm. to themselves. It's also people, I think, when Vader starts making his entrance and starts fulfilling Palpatine's deeds, people start to realize, oh, this empire is not what I signed up for. This is not what Mm -hmm. was promised to me. Exactly. Because Palpatine wasn't one to rise to power and be like now bow before me peasants right Right. i'm i'm the bad guy but he's really he's got two different fronts Mm -hmm. because he does do his guest appearances where he's super dark and creepy but Mm -hmm. in like the political side he's the hope that they Mm -hmm. have and we got to trust palpatine that'll get us through this and because we we all you know the line i am the senate Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a huge <laughs> joke in the Star Wars community, yeah. which is awesome. But he's not wrong. He yeah. is the Senate because whatever he says, he says goes. Mm-hmm. He just has that much influence. And they don't even know it. Yeah. That he caused the events to form their decisions and opinions. Right. He is the decisions. He is the opinions. <laughs> he is the Senate. <laughs> like palpatine's ad <laughs> palpatine his campaign <laughs> yeah i even like the mention when um bail i forgot oh talking about how the clones were first you know brought into the galaxy to mm-hmm. fight in the war you like under the emergency powers act by yeah. former chancellor palpatine and the point that we weren't meant to have a military it was only just done you know, because we were kind of not doing too good. Right. But that's not, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And so he's fighting that, but then they all realize we actually do need a military. But I like how, I just like the mention of like former Chancellor Palpatine. Because you're like, now he's the emperor. He claimed himself to be the emperor. And they're all like, sure, (laughs) we'll go with that. He's the emperor. He leveled up. He leveled himself up. Yep. And even seeing the Senate, you're like, wow, not too long ago, Palpatine and Yoda had like this epic battle in here, just flinging stuff around. And like Padme would give speeches in here. Mm. Satine. Mon Mothma. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't in this episode. No. Where is she? 
Yeah, I wish in Andor we got like a just Bill in the background. Mm. And now I'm like, I just wish we had a Mon Mothma yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> She's going out making friends with Luthen right now. Right. I did like seeing Chuchi again. Yeah. Because in the Bad Batch, not the Bad Batch, in the Clone Wars, we see her first becoming a senator, right? Yeah, and how like shy. Yeah. And now she's full blown. The clones need a voice. They need represent- representation. Mm-hmm. I, she's doing exactly, I think, what Padme would have done. Yeah. For the clones. I like that even after Padme's gone, there was someone to rise up in her place. Yeah. Because that's exactly what Padme would have done. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have given up. Even though she did mention in Revenge of the Sith, do you ever think we're fighting on the wrong side? Yeah. Just because of how corrupt the Republic was becoming. Which Bale knows how Padme died, right? Because he has Leia. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan probably Mm -hmm. told Yoda bail was probably there because they're not going to be like sorry this is a this is a council meeting affair yeah <laughs> what council well wait never mind bail wouldn't know that anakin's darth vader because the last time obi-wan saw him he had no no they legs. didn't know that darth vader was anakin right became a thing man that's so sad it is so everybody knows then that Anakin turned, even Rex. Um, if Rex, you know, ever talked to Bale, because Rex, Rex really was a mystery. Mm-hmm. Even because we see him and we see him doing all these, you know, this data extraction and trying to come in and save a clone, but we really don't know what he's like anymore because we don't, we're not seeing him as like when he was a soldier like who knows what kind of a reputation he's building Mm -hmm. that the empire is finding out about if they even know him specifically like if he's alive because you know the one clone assassin recognized Mm -hmm. him and he even calls him captain rex right it's just there's a lot of mystery around rex right now i liked how in truth and consequences we really see rex's main concern is his brothers Mm mm-hmm and even with Echo as well, sadness, how they're both, they're, they're, they've reevaluated their purpose. Mm-hmm. They're outside of the empire and looking at it with fresh eyes, you know, being on the outside and being wronged by the empire. Mm-hmm. And they both don't have inquisit- inquisitorships, <laughs> <laughs> inhibitorships. Imagine. And yet they still have such compassion for their brothers and in, in, in being like, be out of this situation. Come with me. You're in a bad place. Yeah. I'm, it's like your weaker brother helping this, like the stronger brother helping the weaker brother. Yeah. Cause they even know they can't help it. Right. Which was such a big thing with this clone assassin. Mm-hmm. When he said, this is a dark part it where it's like, wow. But when he says, Rex asked him, what are you? Yeah. He says, I'm a believer. That to Rex could have been like, are the clones? Because to him, they might be like, none of them can help it. Right. And they're forced into this. But to see this clone who made a choice. Right. I'm doing it. And then Rex possibly even doubting, is there any influence? Is yeah. he forced to do this? Or is this his choice? Because even in the Clone Wars, you know, Slick. 
mm-hmm. that episode when he was the traitor right. and turned against the Republic, they're like, wow, like some of us can turn. It's possible. Yeah. So that was a big moment for Rex. I think we even see that with Crosshair too. Yeah. Crosshair is a believer. That's what I was thinking of Crosshair. Yeah. Like, how is it going to end for Crosshair mm-hmm. if we get this dude committing suicide so that he doesn't spill the beans? Yeah. Which was the same, um, he used the same tactic. Do you remember in Mando, um, the Bo-Katan episode of season mm-hmm. two? The one dude does the same thing with the teeth. Yeah. But yeah, that was the, that was the last scene of that episode, huh? The first one. And it just, and then the end yeah, credits st- so. song, you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. That was good. He even, re- the clone even refers to Rex as brother. Right. You know? you're fighting you're on the wrong Wrong side side. yeah brother and rex doesn't call him brother he's just like what are you you're not my brother you're not my brother (laughs) you were my brother anakin but even (laughs) because rex is new to all this stuff he's trying he's interrogating Mm. an assassin you know and he's trying to get him to talk he's like okay you don't want to talk about yourself. Just tell me who sent you and I'll let you go. Yeah. Like who gave you the order, which was another reason that Rex is thinking he's under some influence because he's asking who ordered him to do this because mm-hmm. the whole good soldiers follow order thing. Yeah. Orders. Or- order. Good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> there we go. And he even, because Rex says, if you tell me, I'll let you go. And he's like, no, you won't. Right. And it's like, wow, does is this clone just saying that or does Rex have some kind of reputation mm. for getting answers and killing people? Not clones, right. but people. Who knows what's going on? We need a Rex series. I hope we see him in Ahsoka. Yeah, because for him to go from where he is now to Rebels, yeah. who knows what he's done Yeah, to get to where? He needed to go and then be like, you know what? I'm done for a while. Yeah. And also with Echo, like we don't know what happens to Echo. Mm-hmm. Like he's not in Rebels. Yet again, he did say, I will come back to the Bad Batch. Yeah. Just, okay, give when me this. When he's not needed. All I need is if Echo dies, we need to see his death. Yes. We cannot just have a scene where Rex is standing there like, I'm so sorry. He's gone. And then the Bad Batch like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. We have to watch him die. Yes. That's my only request. Dave. Yeah. Dave. David. David. Let make us, us cry, please. <laughs> make us. Get us. Get us really hard. Dagger yes. to the heart. Yep. Because he deserves that. After everything he he's been through, he deserves I mean, we have death. watched him blow up once. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so dark after everything he's been through he deserves a good death <laughs> yeah I, he deserves to live yeah life of peace after mm. this but we know he's not gonna stop yeah after this you know this conviction that he's had for mm-hmm. so long that he finally decided to join with rex yeah so i don't see him being like well we're we're done here for a bit. I'm gonna go back to the Bad Batch. Yeah. Like, wouldn't he leave? And he wouldn't leave until the Empire's gone. But we'll see because yeah. I we need to have some unpredictable things, and I hope he comes back in an unpredictable way. Me too. I think with having Echo leave because he wasn't 
originally a defective clone. Mm -hmm. I think it really does highlight the Bad Batch and their motives and Mm -hmm. how different they are from the regs. Yeah. Because the regs are like, oh, we're going to keep keep fighting. And especially with Hunter, he's just like, all right, let's let's continue to do these missions, get money for ourselves and, you know, survive and keep this little family dynamic going and make sure Omega is safe and Mm -hmm. and we're all good to go. So seeing those two very different sides of how they're fighting is very interesting. And it's sort of like, okay, what would you do in that situation? Like, would you join the war to end it? Or would you keep doing what you're doing to keep your family safe for Mm -hmm. the time being? Which is a very interesting concept as well for how, just how this whole story has been. Yeah. Because like I said before, we know how it ends. We know we never see the clones again. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this, this moot point because it already has a determined end, which it doesn't nullify the actions that they're doing. It just goes to show that every single action that they take is actually propelling the success of the Empire. Yeah. Which is sad. <laughs> and even going back... Sorry. To how Palpatine, you, right? You were... No, not even Palpatine. You were talking, and then I was, like, forming this whole um, topic in my head. Mm-hmm. But, like you were saying with Echo, mm-hmm. how he had the conviction to go with Rex and fight versus the Bad Batch, is you seeing how Echo has a conviction to help out all of his brothers Mm. because to him all the regs were his brothers even not just you know exclusively the 501st but just any clone whereas the bad batch never had that with any other of the clones yeah and they would even be like man here's the regs and they were like had a couple that they liked you know yeah so you're seeing that the bad batch aren't changing like oh the poor guys you Mm -hmm. know but then there's Echo, like, this thing we just did sealed their downfall, basically. They're all going to yeah. be gone now. And he has that twinge of guilt for letting that happen to the ones he calls his brothers. Yeah, And we even see that conflict with Omega, too. Mm-hmm. Just that conversation she's having in the Senate with, with Gigi. Like, the clones? Like, we're people, too. Yeah. Just her her want to get justice for what happened to Kamino yeah, and get justice for what's happening to the other clones. Mm -hmm. Because she even said that she's angry about it. Right. Like, whoa, we didn't know you could get angry, Omega. Little 12-year-old. That's a big line. I thought that was really cool. It was. um, Like, you expected that line to come from some big politician. Yeah. But you're just seeing, like, she has really been through it mm-hmm. since she left Camino. Yeah. A lot has happened and she's like I was not only did they take away her home, destroy her home, mm-hmm. but she was there on Camino when it happened yeah. and realizing they're willing to even just kill us in the process of destroying Camino. Yeah. I understand the bitterness. She even's like when she sees Rampart, you know, she's just she looks so mad at him mm-hmm. when he walks in. And I also went back and checked because we we watched the episode together and the scene when Rampart walks into the Senate, you know how there was like the loud, the rumbling? Mm-hmm. It was actually thunder. <laughs> was <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> because we were, we were watching the episode and when Rampart walks up in the Senate building, 
I was like, was that thunder or just the, the music, show. you know, because they, you know, Crosshair's theme, how it's yeah. got that. There's a lot of bass Rumbling. sounds to yeah. it. It was thunder from outside. <laughs> that was just yeah. really good timing. Because we watched it the day before the ice storm as well. Yeah, yeah. And that so um, that morning it was, there was thunder and lightning going on yeah. still. It was just incredible timing. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying watching because i had to check a couple times like am i sure it was just like dead silence there was no music yeah there was like a ship you know a couple ships going by but no rumbling that was awesome (sighs) just talking about rampart kind of reminds me like he knows he knew the truth about what happened to camino Mm -hmm. crosshair knows the truth about what happened to camino and so does the bad batch and now that rampart's gone What's going to happen to Crosshair? Mm-hmm. Because Rampart was the one that was kind of bombarding Crosshair a lot with like, I don't trust you, but you're going to keep doing these missions because right now, I guess, <laughs> I guess you can. Face. I can see <laughs> Rampart like, I making that face. <laughs> so just like, I hope we see Crosshair. Yeah. Soon. I mean, the next episode is called The Crossing. Right. So I'm like, is this a play on words? Because that would be really interesting to see what's happening from the perspective of mm. Crosshair, who yeah. is like, I believe in the Empire, and be like, did they just get rid of Rampart? Like, yeah. what do they tell him? Right. Do they even tell him anything? Well, yeah, because he's, he's a clone, so that means he's going to be replaced by, an, by a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. You see before the defense recruitment bill is passed mm-hmm. and they're arguing about it, how they're, you know, Chuchi especially is talking about like pensions for the clones and stuff for, you know, when they leave. But after Palpatine comes and is like, we need to get rid of the clones. And he kind of, he puts them in a bad light. Like they're just following orders blindly. Right. This is a problem. And then it, there's no more talk about, you know, but let's help them out. So we'll see what happens the rest of this season if they just get kicked out to the curb or if you know some type of you know staggered Mm -hmm. discharge is set in place and if they get anything or if they're you know kind of just kicked out yeah you don't see like a surplus of clones Mm. in the galaxy like we were just sent out what do we do now right and you don't see them in the future so like it could be possible a lot of them were just really down on their luck because they didn't yeah. know how to do anything but fight. And if you are just like the average clone, you're not going to become like some aggressive maniac. Right. Because of that, like they took everything from me. I'm just going to, you know, go out and be crazy. They just, mm. they don't know what to do. Yeah. And there's no rebellion for them to join. Yeah. Yet. It's too new in mm-hmm. in the the mastermind it's so quick stage. how fast palpatine is moving to get rid of everything that was a part of the republic and part of the separatists mm-hmm. Sep- yep because <laughs> like they immediately deactivated the separatist droids yeah and now they're weeding up the clones which you goes to show palpatine if he could he's like i wish i could just get rid of all of them mm-hmm. but at the same time if he really wanted to he could have sent them all to camino and just but again, that would arise. That a lot of suspicion would yeah. arise. Like, what? Where did they go? 
I guess that's just more planning on his part. He probably yeah. from that time is when he started forming a plan. Like if I want to get rid of clones, I need someone to do it for me so that mm-hmm. I'm not the one that people are against. And he knows people are going to rise up against it because it's predictable. He's like, these are the same people that served during the time of the Republic. And he knows how they are, their tendencies. So he knew there'd be conflict. He's just so brilliant. I like that we got this again, not just like that he was a mastermind one time. Yeah. And I think you were talking about this, just how, how Palpatine is manipulating the clones, manipulating people's views of the clones for Mm -hmm. them to turn out to be some kind of force against the empire which Mm -hmm. they're so for right now and yet the clones have such a fervor to fulfill their purpose which is you know to serve protect and protect and serve and fight and they're blind to how it affects themselves yeah so they're just self-sacrificing and loyal to whatever big uh political party or government that's a word duh welcome (laughs) to the dictionary i found it um they're so willing to serve the whichever government is willing to protect people and willing to do good things and the right things and yet they refuse to help others if it means they have to stop doing that because we see that with Chuchi, and they're like, we kind of touched on this. Like, she's, what are you gonna do? Because even when they're <laughs> old, because we even see Rex and Rebels fighting when he's old. Yeah, I guess not everyone is Rex. I get he, you know, you some people might have microphone? a bad back. Bad back. <laughs> yeah, like what if some of the clones have bad backs? Have a bad shoulder? I can't fight. I mean, they probably still go out, but they would just, you know, oh, my back, and then they get shot. But anyway, there does come a point when you stop fighting. Yeah. Which is what she's addressing, and all the clones realize, like, wait, hold on. This this is a valid reason why we need... It's sort of like they have this mindset that they'll stop fighting when there's peace. Mm -hmm. And yet, for clones who have been fighting... They haven't seen peace yet. Can't keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, good soldiers follow orders. Good soldiers, soldiers. Good soldiers follow or- orders, or rather, good soldiers fight to the death for the good of all people. If following orders brings about that peace, they will do that without any question. Did you write that? I did. Wow, <laughs> impressive. Most impressive. Can I get a bell on that? Very, very nice. And it's still Mm. ringing. I also had the main thing the clones are trying to do at this point is keep each other safe from the Empire. It's hard to do that when they're engineered to be in an army and fight for the Empire. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) They're made for a purpose. Created to die. For the Empire. Let's just keep this going all day. <laughs> Is this the kind of notes you take? I, yeah. You know, mine are just full of like autocorrect problems. <laughs> and I don't even know. The clone looked to the left. That's what I got. 
See, I write, it's hard. I should just read the notes instead of trying to articulate what I'm saying from the notes <laughs> yeah. because the notes sound better. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know for some people it's the opposite. I tend to be the opposite of yeah. that. That's why my notes are trash because I can make sense of them that way. I'm the opposite. Like my notes, I take like full sentence notes and then I try to reiterate them in different words, mm. but I don't really need to. Yeah. We just bell everything you say. <laughs> let me just read through all of these. The first thing we do is let me just read through all of these. It's, let's, it's time for Ruby's moments of deep thought, deep quotes. <laughs> I have one note that's just a believer in quotes. Yes. That's all you need because yeah. that part was exceptionally mm-hmm. well done. And the fact that this is all D. Bradley Baker yeah, doing all the clones' voices and he's given... Just a round of applause for D. Bradley Baker. Thank you, D. Bradley Baker. Um, D. Bradley Baker. He's only got a couple lines on this for this guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, whenever I make weird comments now, I'm just thinking about you listening back to it because you just yeah. go on normal like you didn't hear <laughs> And I do because honestly, you- when you grow up with three sisters, mm-hmm. you tune out a lot, <laughs> a whole heck of a lot. So sorry if I you're like struggling in the background, <laughs> and I'm just moving on. But D only was given a couple lines for this clone. But already you like know so much about him. That's just so good on his part mm-hmm. that he's able to do this. And then with the, the two new um, clones, Cade and Slip, you just you through the voice, you just know so much personality. I also liked the scene when Chuchi first goes to 79s mm-hmm. and she's talking with the clones like, let me help you. And then there's the one clone who's like, I just want to fight, you know, mm-hmm. give me that. Give me military give me victory or give me death Mm. wow Um, give me liberty give me me death give give me (laughs) that's not the quote give me war (laughs) or give me death give me death through war yeah but anyway this clone's like i just want to fight you know he's very aggressive about it Mm -hmm. but you can tell he's still got the clone he's just an angry clone and i'm angry. angry yes He's an angry clone, but he's not like, I mean, he, he's not mad at the senator, you know, mm-hmm. he's just expressing his opinions. So I like that they do that to where it's not like he's this unsafe dude, like, oh, watch out mm-hmm. for that guy. He's a, he's a deadly one. But he even sees reason and is like, you know, yeah. you're right. We should. L- let me tell you my problems with a cooler head. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they had that. So the clones aren't just like. We want to fight and just mean to everyone. Yeah. They want the help. Also, the cinematography was just amazing. Yes. With the second, just all the places that we went and then the shipyard with Rampart, Rampart ship. Yeah. Like that was just amazing. And the, how they decided to play through all of that. Like we're going to lift the ship, tilt it to the side so the skate pods can go over them. Like beautiful. It's so well done it's unexpected how how they were going to get out of that situation and nobody would have thought of it that way yeah which is very cool because you also see that a lot with the bad batch and how they don't think like any other squad does 
Mm -hmm. But then also when Hunter was like, we're going to do these three plans, plan five, plan eight, plan something else. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all three of them? Yeah. I love Hunter. Like, yes. Yeah. Get over it. Mm -hmm. I was also thinking like, does Rex know these plans or is he just going to like go with the flow? I like (laughs) what they did with that was when they first come to the shipyard and they're not even on the Venator yet. Mm-hmm. They're going through this, you know, these steps. Rex is pretty in sync with them. Yeah. With everything. He's even leading the way some of the time once they get aboard the ship. Um, but as soon as Hunter calls out the plan numbers, you see he falls out of sync. Yeah. Because the Bad Batch become a unit and he's mm-hmm. kind of trailing behind them like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like the whole time. And then they're explaining. They don't explain the plan, but they're like, we're getting out of here because... Mm-hmm they're pros after camino if you can escape camino they're like this is easy we're not underwater (laughs) we're not on fire we're not in a giant we're not in on fire underwater destroying mechanism that's falling to its death exactly they're like we got this they're they're they got experience Mm -hmm. but i I also didn't have a mega with them either yeah to worry about hunter like carrying her out (laughs) fireman carry yes exactly but i i just i liked that the contrast of rex Mm -hmm. being in sync and then falling out of sync yeah but not being like whoa whoa, whoa, guys this is crazy let's stop he goes along because he's like i know they can do it Mm -hmm. i'm just confused yep and that's okay because you have to think that's probably how anakin worked a lot too yeah yeah so he's probably he got rex got thrown off of the wall yeah you know and he's like after that anything goes yep Hmm. which props to rex i always said wreck wrecker wrecka rex really has you know learned Mm -hmm. to listen Hmm. because it wasn't even like he was ever in a position of he's got the say because when he first started out all he had was, I listened to what the Jedi tell me to do. Mm. And then he kind of rose up to like forming opinions and becoming a, a trusted in doing that, writing mm. up battle strategies and things like that. So he's all he's always been good at that. Yeah. He just gets to ex- exercise that more. Mm-hmm. On, his, on his own. Yeah. He has to decide yeah. now. He doesn't have Anakin like, trust me, it'll, it'll be fine. I know. I know it's yeah. a bad plan, but... I will make it work. He doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like how in Tales, Anakin prepares Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I guess Rex learned a lot from Anakin about how to deal with those situations if there was ever a possibility for him being alone. Mm-hmm. And so they both Ahsoka and Rex were both prepared for those circumstances, mm-hmm. which is sad to think about. And even prepared enough to agree to split it right like we're not gonna you know stay together and try mm-hmm. to figure out a way through the galaxy because even at that time him and ahsoka might not have seen eye to eye because mm. he you know straight away had the view of i want to help the rest right. of my brothers whereas ahsoka was i'm tired of fighting yeah so they left on good terms but they had different views yeah kind of going off of talking about rex how he was prepared to be out on his own Mm -hmm. is the clone slip when he leaves 79s with his buddy Cade, and they start getting shot at by an assassin Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. how he might have not necessarily been in that situation, but he was able to get himself out of the situation just based off of experience. Yeah. Like the average person would have been dead. And I was thinking it was given a lot of like Attack of the Clones vibes, you know, just being in this part of Coruscant. And you know how he like goes and grabs the speeder and like yeets himself off the edge like beautifully. Mm -hmm. I was just picturing Anakin. If Anakin did that, he would like be standing there a second like trying to pick which speeder he liked best. You know, Master, I couldn't find a speeder I really liked. That's what I picture. That's a really good impression. (laughs) And um, just how not that long ago this planet was full of Jedi. Mm. And there's Obi-Wan, you know, going down to Dex, trying to get some information. And just them at the temple. And we didn't see the temple because it's there. You know, I, I really like Senator Chuchi's guards. Yes. Like, for some reason... I have to sneeze. Um, <laughs> one second. <laughs> it's gone. So is that thought. <laughs> the guards. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I liked them. I just thought they were... Like, you can't see their face. It's kind of like Rebels, how all of the Imperials yeah, have, like, the lower hats. You can see their they face. They don't have enough budget to do eyes. Yes. <laughs> I just thought they were cool. They were. Yeah. And they weren't, like you just pick them off very easily mm-hmm. they had some training yeah behind those masked eyes yep they also their outfits kind of remind me of um the guards outside buckingham palace <laughs> like if their hats were were the fluffy black yeah. black ones then maybe that was the inspiration yeah i did like that too because they weren't like most protector at all times mm-hmm. and kind of oblivious like when she would say it's okay i'm gonna mm-hmm. go around the corner and have a, a meeting with bail they're like okay and she was safe the whole time yeah and then even when the one guard got shot and died um the other guard was there and even after he got shot he kept going yeah and even said you know book it to the shuttle will be right behind mm-hmm. you lies yeah. But they they were rose to the challenge. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Just how anytime Secret Service is portrayed in a movie, that's kind of how they act. Yeah. I'm thinking specifically of 24, which is a series, which based on our demographics, I think a lot of people will know what that is. <laughs> Good show. Bless you. Sneeze. Yawn. Yawn. Um, <laughs> what were we even talking about? I don't, oh, the guards. The guards. The guards. The gods. Yeah, let's talk about Rex's appearance. Yeah. Because when Slip is slipping around <laughs> out of sight Slippery boy. and he makes contact, you know, um, I need help. I was told you can help me. You're like, Rex. We know that's Rex. Mm-hmm. I wonder who told him. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem like common clone information to be like, hey, if you want out, call this guy. Yeah. Because then they might all be like, hey, let's get out and help this guy fight some battles or just disappear. At the same time, they're all under the inhibitor chip influence. So how did he get this information? Who is he talking to? Was it Cody? Imagine. Or I can picture, like, I don't know um, Bale and Rex's, Mm. you know, status if they're like in the know with each other what's going on 
what's going on? What's going on? Or if they're still separate at this point, their own little rebellions. I think they'd still be separate because Bale didn't know about Slip, mm-hmm. so he couldn't have told him. Yeah, because then Slip ex. probably would. Unless told he him. talked to Cade, he might have. But, but Cade was like, I'm it's rough because. Bale is being very careful right now. Yeah. And meeting with Chuchi, he knew was pretty safe because if anyone saw that, it would just be like a regular, mm-hmm. you know, meeting between senators in an alley. But um, that was not the first time that's happened. Yeah. So there wouldn't be much questioning mm-hmm. about Camino being blown to bits. Yep. But yeah, Rex. When he, he came in, you first hear his voice, you know, on the calm. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously D. Bradley Baker's in calm, but you know it's Rex. He just... It's Rex. He's solid. He's got that solid voice to mm-hmm. him. And we didn't even get Rex's um, much regret from him. Mm-hmm. Like, I was too late. Who knew right. if he was saving it for later or if mm-hmm. he's kind of getting hardened to these things yeah. happening. But we don't know because we, during Order 66, when, you know, faced with being trapped, you know, on the ship, they don't care if they die. They're going to follow their orders. He was crying about yeah. it. He got emotional, so which goes to show how much he cared for his brothers. Who knew if that was exclusively for the 501st? Right. Or if it's any brother, if he, you know, has moments like that which we did not see. Mm. But I love that they used Chuchi in this circumstance yeah. because she knows Rex. Yeah. You know, she recognized him like, "What are you?" like and she even asks him when she sees him, "What's happening? What's going she on?" She recognized him. <laughs> that was a That's horrible just, joke. <laughs> sounds a little off. It does. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's out there now. (laughs) I don't even, don't even remember what I was saying. How she recognized Tim? (laughs) She recognized him. (laughs) Recognized. She what? Recognized. Recognized. Such a weird word. Recognized. Think about it. Recognized. Sure, Chuchi recognized Rex because uh, they knew each other on that moon planet thingy. And they had the like moon a, planet thingy. You know, a, a conflict there with the people who were already living there with the, da- with the, with the other guy who died and he wouldn't have ever died. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, she, she recognizes him. <laughs> <laughs> and she even asked for a second, like, he has the answer. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And he's like, you yeah, know, I was hoping you'd tell me. Right. Because it was like a moment's fantasy. Like someone is here who served in the Republic with the Jedi who could make sense of this. But he's like, I don't know. None yeah. of us know. It's a Palpatine. So I, I like that small scene too. And then like where where is Rex's armor? I was thinking the same thing too. Like, boy, I like the outfit. But where's the armor? You're going to need that. You're going to get shot and you're going to die. I mean, if he's recognizable by his armor, then it is smart to leave it behind. 
I mean, he, but you've got a shiny bald head. He on his own, it's not, not bald, bald, but I was gonna, I was shiny. about to say he's recognizable by the hair alone, right? Because it's very rare, mm-hmm. and the armor was just another one. Like everyone knows Captain Rex mm-hmm. in the Grand Army of the Republic because everyone knows Anakin. Yep, he got around. He did a lot of things. He did. And they were really cool things that yeah. he did and very far-fetched. And then there's like, it's like the comic book, Anakin and his sidekick, <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I would totally read that. Anyway. C-T-Rex. C-T-Rex. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, someone thought that was a funny joke. <laughs> I like that even though he wasn't wearing his armor, he had like the stripes mm. on the cloth. He's like, it must have stripes. It must be blue. It must be clean. <laughs> and have stripes. <laughs> but yeah, that's Rex's new look. Mm. I don't Which, hate it. Yeah, and then even in the future in Rebels, you know he's got the mm. armor back. So he knows where it's at. Yeah. But he's just... He's smart enough to know not to go around wearing it, mm-hmm. which could be a lesson for the Bad Batch. Like, should we get rid of the armor or should we keep it? Because technically they're like mercenaries, so yeah. it's allowed to wear armor. And even if they didn't have armor, 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 armor they would still be recognizable for like yeah. their faces. Because we know for a fact Hunter's not going to give up the bandana. No, no, he's not. If he did... It would be so weird seeing him without a bandana. It would. It's like, you have a forehead? Echo would come back, especially just to tell Hunter, put it back on. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, him getting the inhibitor disturbance in the force? (laughs) Palpatine's like, no. Can you imagine the getting the inhibitor chips out in the junk pile the Mm -hmm. first time? They're like, this is the first time. We're ever gonna see him without the bandana. Yep. And like Rex, like this is my first time too. And they're like just watching, like what's going on? And he's like asleep. And they're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> they know the dark secrets hidden under there. He's just got another tattoo up there. Yeah. Oh, dude, just like across <laughs> the whole front. <laughs> he has a tattoo of a bandana. Just an omega on the front. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, Hunter's last request before getting put under was like, don't mess up the hair. <laughs> Take only what you need to. Yeah. It just says dad bod or number one dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. When Man, did he get that? I didn't know he was that committed. <laughs> Aw. What were we even talking about? <laughs> Rex's armor? <laughs> Lack of armor? Right. Oh, right, because we were saying that the, the Bad Batch is still recognizable without their armor because of... Yeah, because of Wrecker. Yeah. Solely because of Wrecker. Yeah, and Tech, he's got his goggles. And also, Omega wasn't recognized by Rampart. In this, in the Which goes to show she spent her time in the medical wing on Tobacco City. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember specifically, but I feel like there were scenes there. they were both there. Mm-hmm. but i can understand him overlooking like there's just a child here because even right. the bad batch who were clones didn't realize she was a clone mm-hmm. 
they thought like what is this child doing on camino yeah and she she looks different based on her outfit and she doesn't have that diadem thingy on her forehead Mm -hmm. which is where he would see her so she just looks like a cute little child child with and he didn't even look down though he's just like oh yeah like not even a i'm going to ignore you and make you know you Mm -hmm. i know that you know that i know that i'm ignoring you yeah but he didn't even do that he's just like this is a child pay no mind right this goes to show that the children can accomplish much which like she was able to get back into the senate building with you know Mm -hmm. what they needed on the the log or whatever like what Mm -hmm. what could a child do bring about the turn of the galaxy yes show everybody the destruction of her home and how it was truly destroyed mm-hmm. and this was also the first time that she saw it from the above yeah. ground view because she was in it mm-hmm. but then to see it from here like it's almost so much more at peace mm-hmm. than being in it you know it's like um reminds me of rogue one when they test the death star on jetta you know on the mm-hmm. city they're watching it and he's like it's beautiful watching this mass destruction it's kind of what it's like watching yeah. it from the above ground. Like, it's so much, you're more at peace and out of danger just watching this happen. Yeah. She's like, well, at this moment, I was saving a drowning crosshair. Yeah. Then there were four. Wow. It's just Echo, Tech, Wrecker. No, not, oh, not Echo. <laughs> it's just Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, and Omega. Yeah, this, this is getting crazy because they've come full circle there's four people again yeah it goes to show too like this was not surprising Mm. we did talk a little bit about echo leaving surprising that it came in the mid season yeah which is good because if it came at the end of the season you're like does he die because we don't see him in rebels but now he's got a chance to come back Mm -hmm. and what would what would motivate Echo to come back and, you know, stop fighting alongside Rex? Hunter dies. They all die except Omega, and then it's just Echo and Omega. They even had the, dis- you know, small discussion at the beginning of the episode because Omega is still impacted by Gunji mm-hmm. and being on Kashyyyk. Right. And so she's meditating, and they talk a bit about the Jedi. You know, Gunji's a Jedi. That's why he's able to meditate better than you (laughs) um you non-force sensitive child yeah but i love how when omega's like do you want to try it and he's like no but then he explains you know because he's like i've had enough of solitude and you're like wow yeah all right go ahead trauma dump on a child (laughs) (laughs) she can handle it i mean yeah omega omega echo is you can tell he's very sensitive around omega like sensitive mm-hmm. to her whereas kind of like mando is like the kid's seen worse you know yeah he's fine but there's a little bit of they try to protect her in ways but no they don't want her to be oblivious to the galaxy yeah. because you know when they first meet up with rex and chuchi and they're like hey let me show you who we found um, they're all around before, you know, the little window is opened around mm-hmm. the cloned corpse. Um, 
Omega's kind of on tiptoes trying to look to see what's going on. And you see Echo kind of push her away a little yeah. bit, like take a step back because I already, we already kind of know what's going to be behind here. Not just like traumatize her up front, you know? Yeah. Like, whoa. So they, they do protect her in ways like that. Yeah. And even how they trusted her to be with Chi Chi alone mm-hmm. and for her to get the the command log back to her alone and just how capable she is at such a young age and how they know that and don't question try it. to limit her because even they didn't raise objection when she offered to go with Chuchi the first mm-hmm. time tech was like you know let's make this work i'll get you clearance right and hunter is there was no like oh are you sure about this he's just like sure let's yeah. do it and he might have even known she's safer with Chuchi right now mm-hmm. than with us right. who are about to go on this deadly mission. Yeah. And know that if something did happen to them, Chuchi would take care of her. Mm-hmm. I think it is funny when they first meet Chuchi and how they all pan across the Bad Batch and you see this giant old, big old rucker <laughs> and it pans down to this tiny little girl. Yeah. The only one who talks like, hello. Right. And it's just, Chuchi's face is just everyone who ever meets them. Yeah. Same with Mando, how you see this dude walk in, <laughs> yeah, walk into the bar, and you're like, what the heck? And then it's like, here comes the baby. <laughs> yeah. And it's, everyone instantly is like, oh, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. He's got a kid. Yeah. It's that, that type of dynamic is, it's very sweet. And also, you know that if anything happens to that child, everybody else it's kind of like that meme like if anything happened to omega or if anything happened to gogu i would kill everybody in this room and then myself yeah (laughs) because we're not getting much of it kind of like mando it's you know ingrained in all of our minds with Mm -hmm. everything mando says wherever i go he goes and if you lay a finger on him or mark him anyway you know there's nowhere you could ever run to hide from me Mm -hmm. and my wrath but the Bat Batch, they don't have lines like that as much. Right. And I'm curious to see, because it makes sense. Otherwise, you'd have two identical shows in that aspect, mm-hmm. not in the events. But I'm curious. I, I kind of want more of that. Yeah. When we, in season one, they were also, when Omega was taken by Cad Bane, and in that arc, mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, they weren't as worried, I guess, as they could have been. Like they weren't. I feel out. like a lot of it. Guns it's hard when there's the four of them, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of like they're so different. Like there's Tech who right. would give no reaction; he would mm-hmm. just give a solution. Mm-hmm. There's Wrecker who would be probably the most likely to cry. <laughs> then there's Echo, who is Echo, and then Hunter is the one who would be like, "Yo, I care." Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it was just Hunter. It would be a lot more similar to Mando. Yeah. But since there's the rest of them as well, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Because he's, he's the one, you know, who he's the biggest father figure. Yeah. It's kind of like in Mandalorian when Mando's getting all these people together. He's like, they took the baby. And they're like, all right, let's go. It's kind of the same deal for the yeah. Bad Batch. Like Hunter's like, they took Omega. And everybody's like, okay. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. When Echo left it wasn't like as big of a shock to the Bad Batch, but we didn't get the conversation. But I can't say any of them were probably surprised. You know, like 
we've we've been listening to you talk saying we should be doing more and then every time rex comes echoes like we're doing something let's help rex Mm -hmm. and he's even the one that agrees to rex like yep we'll see you there so when he left the bad bachelor kind of like you know okay we're on our own again because he to them he was obviously a member of the bad batch and hunter even says when he says bye to echo remember what i told you and i thought of in season seven of the clone wars this is where you belong right like or you have a place with us kind Mm -hmm. of a thing so kind of the offer always stands we're never gonna reject you yeah so um they were okay with it and they left omega was the only one who wasn't because echo's always been there since she joined yeah so to her leaving him like he was a true member of the bad batch from the beginning but to them he was an addition as well as omega and he's not a true defective clone yeah which made it easier because like let's say tech all of a sudden was like i'm gonna head out and everybody like we grew up together yeah did everything together you know remember our first mission second mission all this stuff they've always done it together would be a much deeper level poor omega though yeah and how he he even you know he's not just like bye see you later he's like you know keep up on your training keep up on your studies yep just so cute and she's yes sir yeah i do hope though we get to see more bad batch Mm -hmm. and more of what they're doing with their life (laughs) yeah because this is their show Mm -hmm. you know which i i do like that we're seeing you know these things events happening Mm -hmm. big turning points but i do want to see more of them because Mm -hmm. it hit me um i didn't even notice it the first time around but the first episode they weren't even in it they pulled another like season one you know the ryloth Mm -hmm. episodes how i mean they were they were in it those episodes for like i don't know a minute but in this one they had no screen time right and then they were in the second one i'm like don't do that again it was a great episode yeah but let's get some crosshair yeah and more of the bad patch yeah let's get let's get this fixed i want to see them conflict with each other again and and figure see more crosshairs confliction and if he has any and the dynamic between the bad batch because now Mm -hmm. the one that was kind of pushing them to right get stuff done should be doing more is gone yeah doing what he you know was fighting to do right and so now where would they be like okay he's done with let's keep doing what we're doing with sid or if they're Mm -hmm. gonna be like it's gonna be you know pressing on them or if it's just something that's gonna happen that we're not expecting that'll be cool like they're gonna go back to sid and Sid's gonna be like you're missing killjoy where is he yeah well even in the beginning of truth of consequences record was like i'm tired of waiting around for sid Mm -hmm. they're gonna get restless they're gonna be yeah the in-between times right and when they're not doing anything they that leaves leaves them time to think about their circumstances and what else could they be doing Mm -hmm. and is hiding away really something we want to do when there's a more pressing matter yeah that they could be a very effective unit in in helping Mm -hmm. and also omega 
mm-hmm. being on Coruscant, learning about the Senate right. and like all kinds of new experiences thrown at her and then Echo leaving and then like there's a, a bigger purpose and like cause to fight for out there. If she's going to be like, we should be doing that too. Right. Cause at this moment she was just going along with them because that, that was the only thing. But now, you know, in her eyes, one of the Bad Batch members, he's still a Bad Batch member, is not with them. Right. But he's still a part of it. And, like, if she wants to join in on that. Hmm. I do hope in the next episode, called The Crossing, we get a crossing between Crosshair and the Bad Batch. Yeah. If that is, that's just a brilliant name if that's mm-hmm. what we get. Or any, across, like, Crosshair crossing anyone don't cross me because the episode after that is called retrieval oh that's fascinating and they're like that's it we want to go back (laughs) but yeah i'm i'm excited this was a really good mid-season it was it was definitely it was one to show them they're like hey hey enough with the fillers okay we Mm -hmm. do fillers but here you go this is what you wanted this is what we're capable of and it was glorious also like the cinematography of the scene when they go into the shipyard and there's mm-hmm. a venator. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful ship. And then when they leave, it's like totally destroyed. Yeah. Just like, wow, these boys did some damage here. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And then no one is chasing after them because they don't know where they went. Right. They were just in and out. Yep. Like the fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's tech. Who, you know, this he's like steering the escape pod. Mm-hmm. We're like, he's fresh out of riot racing. And then he's yeah. like, this is not my best work. Yeah. I did better as I a riot racer. 2.6 meters off. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Four. 4.2. Four point something. Something. It's definitely four in there. But I love that. The love tech. Yes. And Wrecker. <laughs> which scene? When, which when, scene? When they were all getting out of it. Out of oh, the escape like pod. The and he's like, oh. <laughs> I, I forgot it. about that. Wrecker, and then even the part when Rex is like, is he still afraid of heights? Yeah. Or, oh, has it gotten better with heights? And yeah. then Echo, like, this is. is him better. I love the difference <laughs> in the sarcastic tone between Rex and Echo. Yeah. How Echo went from, like, follow orders, be a good soldier, to, like, sarcasm king. Mm-hmm. A lot of character development with Echo. Mm-hmm. He's sort of at his peak, I think. Because even he has that small conversation with Rex, like, we're spread pretty thin, yeah. doing what I can. I haven't saved nearly enough brothers. Mm-hmm. And he says something, and you see Echo's whole, you know, demeanor <laughs> with the mm-hmm. helmet, obviously. But you just see him, like, just drop, like, yeah. wow, I, I really need to do more. There's a lot of foreshadowing of his leaving yeah. in this episode. Yeah. In what we've seen of Rex since... You know, we saw a bit of him in Tales post Order sixty six, and then last season, and now this season, he's very serious mm-hmm. because he used to have, you know, he had Anakin, Panic and Anakin, and his sidekick C T Rex. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the comic book. Anyway, he had Anakin, who would be like between battles, like, "Hey, cover for me. I got to talk to Padme," mm-hmm. and just lightheartedness to everything. You know, even mid battle dire moments they could all die at any point and anakin's all like making jokes yeah but now rex doesn't have that things are serious and he you can see he's got a lot of stress yeah and pressure to keep going 
and he doesn't have anyone to be like making it lighthearted. Yeah. Because we even saw in like the Mandalorian arc, the Mandalore arc in the season seven finale. Yeah. He didn't have Anakin there, but he had Ahsoka who was like, I'll race you kind of a thing. Like they kept it. They kept going on like the hard circumstances. Yeah. That's what would be able to get them through, you know, like we all we still have each other fighting for the greater good. Yeah. So you you really see that taking a toll on him. It's kind of ironic how every clone that steps away from the empire becomes very alone in those decisions. Yeah. Because the majority of those clones are still held by the empire and then you see Rex, not Rex. You see Crosshair and him being very solitary in the empire. Yeah, surrounded by clones. He's the only defective clone. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that is making active decisions to do what the Empire says. Yeah. Everybody's just lonely. They are. Lonely. <laughs> Crosshair has nobody. <laughs> he's all alone. And the sad thing is with Star Wars... It's not always a happy ending. Yeah. So, you know, they could just continue on being lonely. Like, not all of them are going to get a happy ending. A few of them might. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Rip. And it's like fives. Nemec. And (laughs) fives. We don't talk about Nemec here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sad. That was so sad. It doesn't mean it has to end happy. Mm -hmm. Just because of Star Wars and just because it's a cartoon. Don't believe me? Watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> but yeah, great episode. Really great looking episode. forward to... Episodes, I should say. Yeah. Looking forward to next week. Actually, yep. what? Tomorrow night. 2 a.m. Right? Yep. Yep. Or I yeah. guess you could say Wednesday 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll be back next week with our review of... The Crossing. Yep. Hopefully you guys enjoyed, those of you who listened, enjoyed the bonus episode as well. Oh, I know yeah. it was a little bit out of pocket, but we had to I know. We no um warning for that one. Yep. We didn't give ourselves really warning for yeah, that one either. We just kind of decided it was going to happen. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I have spoken. Yep. Okay. I'm going to share this bonus, bonus content for the Mandalorian podcast to come. You know how at the beginning of every episode in the show notes, it has like a quote mm-hmm. based off of the whatever show we're doing? Yeah. Um, I was trying to come up with Mando because the most obvious one is this is the way. But I was like, for a podcast, imagine just putting I have spoken. <laughs> and like that's that's yeah. it every week. <laughs> I have spoken. Yep. But like anyway, that. there's still debate going on with that one. <laughs> but yeah, Mando is like what? two weeks three weeks away oh yeah Yeah. two (gasps) two two weeks and a few days away yep and we're gonna have mando which don't worry we will we'll be reviewing both shows alternating weeks this is bad batch week then it's mando week yeah kind of alternating and doubling up on the episodes sounded like the most efficient one yeah than trying to double up uh, two different shows in one episode we'll figure it out we'll yeah. work out the bugs on our end yeah give you a great listening experience on your end <laughs> but anyway yeah this was fun thank y'all for listening 
If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us five stars. And if you got time, write a review. They really help out the podcast. And they're fun to read. They are fun. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a one star. Like, this this show sucks. Yeah. Why do you listen to it? I want to meet an honest hater. Yep. I want some constructive criticism. Give it. We're actually on a couch today. Yes. We're on a couch. Yeah. We're in a different place than where we usually record. But yes. we're on a couch. Yep. <laughs> That's all I say. Yes. Yes. Smile and wave. I it, that's the couch. <laughs> just you just smacked it so hard. The poor couch. It doesn't feel like never it. had a chance. This is an old couch. How we do have... you know? Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram at Star Wars underscore Old underscore Republic underscore Radio. Getting better at saying that. Yep. Leave comments on the Instagram posts as well. We'll we'll read them. We'll we'll respond to them. Yeah, every episode that's released, there's a post that goes with it. Tell us your thoughts. What did you like about this episode of The Bad Batch? What did you not like about this episode? (laughs) What did you like about this podcast episode? (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Talk to you all next week. McClunky. McClunky! Hello? (gasps) Hello there. General Kenobi. General Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You can't do it's me, Mario. Like that's No, you can't. It's not Mario. No. It's not Mario. No. It's me, Mario. It's not Mario. Not my Mario. It's not my Mario. (laughs) Sure, Tutri recognized Rex because uh they knew each other on that moon planet thingy. And they had the like moon a, planet thingy. You know, a, a conflict there with the people who were already living there with the da- with the with the other guy who died and he wouldn't have ever died. <laughs> anyway. Why are yawns so contagious? They just are. Yeah. <laughs>